Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez and me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. We're uh, really making a home here. At the best hour studio. At the best hour studios here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, we're moving the headquarters. HQ, best hour. We should. BHHQ. Ooh, we should re- located all the big companies are freedom going to land. Texas. yeah freedom land Let's you can do, do anything i saw Nate, a guy riding a horse in? with a gun yeah so you're you're born in texas Cody? i was I was, I was born next door louisiana mm-hmm. alabama's kind of like the same as texas. next door I was, to me i was in tennessee come on right are you born in tennessee yeah yeah but you, yeah all right well let's Al- do it alabama's it. like kind of next door to louisiana it's like via mississippi yeah it's like two <laughs> degrees from texas two <laughs> degrees pretty much <laughs> So anyway, when an affiliate is in any phase, just like your training, you need to know where you're lacking and what you need to work on. Yeah, one of the um, things that people struggle with the most. So, and and what I think what's important about this conversation is this, this applies to everybody. So think of an affiliate who, by all metrics, is crushing it because I can mm-hmm. think of three or four off the top of my head who I've had this conversation with that I could name by name that I've had conversations with this week that by all metrics today <laughs> that by all metrics, most affiliate owners would kill to be these people. Meaning like they're running great revenue numbers. Their staff is getting bigger. Things are going well. Things are going smooth. All cylinders are firing, are firing. Right. And they're like, what do I do? Like, I don't, like, I don't, I feel directionless. Cause I've kind of, I've kind of like gotten, to what they uh, to what they feel is like I'm here, right? It's just like what do you do? And that's for a moment a very good feeling, and then very quickly like panic. Well, it goes it it, <laughs> it speaks to the never ending game of business, which yeah. is like you think you get here and you're done and you get there and it immediately it feels like a void. You're like, wait, what? I got how do what do I do? And there's no end. There's no end to it. Um, and that can be really, uh, that can make you very anxious if you don't know how to continually reassess and, and, and to get clear on like, what should I be doing, right? So, the, so there is no end to that. I'm always kind of like looking at the, the next thing. Like I was talking to Marcus today and he was, he was like, oh, he's like, we're going to do this. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, that, so that is the project for when we finish this other match of the project. Like, <laughs> we're in like 2028 20, now, Marcus. Like, can you know? we reel it in? But, but this is so. This is where I think it actually gets fun. Because by the way, every team needs a Marcus on their every team. Every team to needs do a that, Marcus, right? right? So, like, I think we're not really sure what that means. But every team needs it. No, I'm it just means kidding. We keep our jobs. He's the architect. He's, 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 he's the architect. <laughs> the uh, but like, how do you, how do you create that? Where like you, there's a there's a actually I'm the architect. No, my personality. Personality? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I think that's, you are the architect. Yeah, but <laughs> nobody really knows what that means. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All those, you got all those protagonists up there at the top, yeah. like doing whatever. Yeah. We have a team full of protagonists for sure. The um, no, but I think once you once you kind of learn, or you or either you get a tool or you learn to do this, you kind of never run out of 
things to work. It's just like a, it's like when it's you training, get, right? Well, it's like when you get really good at coaching, when you're first coaching, yeah. you're just like, oh, you know, you, you have somebody like teach their squad. And they're like, I'm done. I don't know what to do. Right. And they're just like, oh, and do five and, more. Do five. Yeah, <laughs> you'll find something versus when you get good at it, you're like five minutes. I'm like, that's it. Can I get an hour? Like I, I have, I have an endless number of things that I want to get to inside of this process. You, my, my mentor, Sasha talked about simple, complex, simple. Have you heard of it? He was at the Boston summit, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah. you weren't there, but he was. There. I know, but <laughs> Sasha was my financial planner, and I know, and uh, I know there's like things I shouldn't say, but he represents other people that you know, multiple. Great. Yeah. So anyway, that's why he was there. Got it. Anyway, if you need financial advice, <laughs> let me know. I'll introduce you to <laughs> Sasha. You will not be getting it here. <laughs> yeah. So, but simple, complex, simple, and it's simple is basically you don't know what you're doing. So it's like, oh, it's just so easy. I just right. say down, they go down, I say up, they stand. Complexity, it's like, oh, heels, knees, depth, arch, like I have to really dive in. And then the far side of simple is making it easy again, which is like, cool, I'll say down, I'll look at their heels. Right. Right. And it's it's the same principle for the affiliate owner. Like simple is like, well, just open this thing. Then the complexity is, oh, I've got a lot to do. But then when you get to the far side of complexity, where it's like it's easy again, if I just know where to focus. Yeah. I think the um, there's like a moment when you come off of the complex into simple that feels like, oh, shit. Like, well, I have no direction but, now. But you know everything that needs to happen. And it's all about just one thing at a time. Well, this I, this goes back to, you know, some of the articles that Glassman raised uh, that wrote when he's just like, hey, when you think you've mastered the basics, the basics yeah. start over. And I forget the exact verbiages, but like start over anew and and relearn them. Yeah. And it's and it's the same in the affiliate. So they're like, okay, things are going well. And I'm like, okay, what's going well? Okay. So they're like, well, this is going well. This is going well. So we can use broadly speaking, when affiliate owners at this point, there's I can make some a, a handful of assumptions. Well, number one that like. They're pretty happy with their take-home pay. Revenue's good, and there's no real fires in the gym. They're like, everything's going Minimal well. drama. No Minimal drama. drama. Nothing's breaking. You're just like, all right, well, what do I do? And I'm like, okay, great. Which, by the way, I think affiliate owners need to strive to get there. That's that's the first kind of that's the first Mount Everest you right. climb as an affiliate owner. Like get to the point where like things are going well, right? Like I <laughs> I feel like I feel like I, I feel like I'm pretty good at and, this. And when I when someone when one of our clients says that to me, I'm like, take a breath and enjoy this. Correct. It's like you worked. It's not an accident that you got there. Correct. And it's often multiple years. And then and then I find you have two types of you know affiliate owners. One who's like, oh, let's just go. Fuck everything up. Yeah, and let's that, break everything. Yeah, let's, and I've that, been that one and too. That, that that might be like I'm gonna create new things and all like all these like, but then you have the other affiliate owners. You're, un, you're intentionally making things complex because complexity has become the shiny object. Right. You're We're like, like, oh shit, like two days, right? And you're like, no, 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 no. no that's, <laughs> we don't need to do two days, man. For, we just needed to where, refine a couple of the training sessions we got throughout right, the week. Right, specialty classes come, like, oh, yeah. let's do, no. But then you have the other owner where it's like, all right, now, like you're suggesting, where am I weak? Where can I go back and put some energy in and so, bring that up? So I'll give some more real-time examples of this, meaning uh, these are things, these are conversations I've had uh, within the past five to seven days. And, and this is all part of like how we assess and how we get start to get really laser focused on regardless of where the box owner is. 
I can hone in. And what's funny is as I was taking people through the the new variations of the 10 journal skills and the new variations of the money map and the vision, um, the the spreadsheet or kind of like the algorithm that we built 100% of the time is spitting out the right answers. Meaning like we crafted the, the, the right series of questions with the right assessments and the right scoring that as long as they answer those correctly and honestly, what I found is that as I'm having the conversation, because right, I get on, I'm like, hey, tell me what thing, and then I'm like, cool. And I'm like, go to the bottom, I'm like, says exactly what you just told me that you're is this is where we should go is what you just told me that you wanted to work on so it's really cool to see it work and as i'm listening to them i'm coming to the same conclusion and i'm like okay this matches right so can i can contextualize all of this so for instance if you have a a gym owner who i'll give a a, a pretty common error so a gym owner who's like doing well they're cranking they want to continue to grow because they want to continue to invest in the team or or, or whatever they want to do and um, they're like, ads will come up. And again, I got no beef with ads, right? I, I think I think ads are a, are a, a necessary uh, skill for an advanced box owner. Like I, I, I'm like, I'm considering doing that because I need to do more. And I'm like, oh, hold on. I want to see your log chain, right? I want to see what that looks like, like because we may not need to do that, right? So in this version, they're like, they're like more, more advanced version of this thing, higher risk more complex is the direction I need to go and I'm like or revisiting the basics and refining this because what you're actually looking for is actually already available available to you at no risk okay so what I mean by that is Jim's doing well they're like hey I want to drive revenue up a little bit more like I want to uh, I want to bring on a second or maybe a third coach right in order to do that this is my target metric so I know I need to go I'm like great so I'm like, I want to see your whole lead flow chain, right? So we've got spreadsheets that we build out for everybody, custom dashboards, all these other things, and they all plug into each other. And I can say, let's look at this. Let's look at this chain of events that you have right here and say, well, you don't need to bring in 50 more leads. We might need to get two to three more, which we can do organically, doing a handful of things. And then I'm going to need you to revamp your outbound communication strategy to get there maybe a little bit faster and maybe tweak what that conversation looks like, right? So things would be somebody's coaching on a screening call or um, they are uh, using a lot of soft talk in the reach out. So now the consumer is driving the conversation, right? So we have to tweak that. So then we get maybe one or two more leads on the front end than we already had. And then I get more shows from those leads, at which point my conversion rate will be higher. And now I have everything that I need. And all I had to do was go back and revisit the basics of this already existing, healthy pipeline of leads that I already had. And this is an example of going, tr wanting to go to complex before you come back here and master the basics, which is like, until you optimize that one, all you're going to get if you make this complex is a bigger problem than you already have. The key is you're not aware of it. You will be aware of it when you get a bigger problem. The issue there now is it comes with a significant amount of risk because I'm spending money in order to do that. Well, and a ton of time to do ads, for example. And again, I got no beef. There's a, I think there's a, a, a really solid place for that, and, I'm, and I am a fan. 
not until you know how to do the basics, right? Like you don't, t- I, I don't want you playing craps until you can tell me well, you understand the rules of the game. It's somebody like, hey, I want to learn about nutrition, right? And you're like, hey, let me you know what, <laughs> and you know, protein, carbs, and fats. No, but when should I eat? And yeah. you're like, doesn't don't matter. worry about it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about yeah, supplements. Yeah. Don't worry about anything. Track. Let's just, right? and that's the same thing. Like, let's let's worry about this really thing. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna have to spend tens and more hours on learning. Right. I mean. I don't even want to tell this story. It's fine. We we had a client. Are you convincing me that it's fine? I don't I'm, really know I'm how this is working. I'm convinced it's fine because I love the guy, but like we had a client, and he was like, "Jay, I'm gonna learn Spanish." Oh, I know you're talking about. And I was about. like, "Why? Why are you gonna learn Spanish?" He's like, "I I realize we just have like a a large Spanish speaking demographic in the area." I was like, do you think that's the best use of your time? <laughs> Learning another language? Like, why don't we get the English-speaking people? Or why can't Spanish-speaking people just take class and you point at your elbows when they yeah, need to Yeah, get better at visual cues. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, but it was a perfect example of like, let's make my life harder. Right. Uh, you know, and which, yeah, that's, <laughs> I do know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> the, uh, so the, uh, the other uh, example might be, you know, somebody who is a, a, a huge pain point for people's social media. Yeah. Right. Because they, they overcomplicate it. Well, number one, there's a whole, I could have a whole separate conversation about social media, but the question becomes is like, if we're talking about clarity and prioritization, I'm like, how much time are you spending there? Like this much time? And I fucking hate it. And I'm like, yeah, great. Welcome to the club. Okay. I'm like, Spend a fraction of that time. Minimal viable product on social media. I don't. This is that's a separate discussion. But I'm like, what? Else, what's not getting done because you're spending so much time over here that we should be working on? And they're like, you know, so they're spending all this time trying to get social media done. Meanwhile, they don't have a budget, right? And they want to hire a new coach. It's just backwards, right? Was, well, they don't have a budget and they want to hire a new coach, right? I'm like, well, hey. You're 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 trying to drive this social media training over here with the incorrect assumption that that's going to bring you revenue, okay? And if we learn the fact that if I gave you more revenue, you could manage it anyway. At which point, you'll never be able to hire this magical person that you want to bring into the gym. So I said, let's put that off to the side here real quick, and we will revisit it at a later date, right? So on a list of 100 things, that becomes 101. Right, just take it off the table, put it over there. Do minimal viable amount of work over there to not look like complete hot garbage on the internet. Great, cool. Let's come back over here. Let's get a budget in place. Right, that becomes my priority moving forward because now the understanding is that if you want to hire the coach, we have to figure out if we can pay them. So we get a budget in place. I'm like, what does the budget say? It says I can pay them. Great. Keep running that exercise. Now that we know that, let's see if we can find somebody. But, aha, aha, where's the spoon? Okay. <laughs> Coming to America. Coming to America reference. That was great. Where's the spoon? The <laughs> that, that was the bird's <laughs> best Israeli accent. I liked it. <laughs> what? Now we come to find out, I'm like, you want to bring a coach on? I'm like, you have no idea what this person would do. Okay. What do, where do we need help? Okay, so now your priority goes, cool. So I freed up time over here. I got my money in check over here. Now I'm going to create some sort of job that that I could like hand to somebody. Like, hey, you're going to come in and you're going to be managing, uh, you're going to be doing 
this many hours of coaching and then some of your side administrative tasks will be you know inputting uh wads into uh push press or wadify or whatever and you're going to be sending out uh, and you're gonna be building the monthly newsletter i'm like cool i was like let's start frame that whole thing up and then i want you to build out all of those processes right, you, like in there was like five like right. newsletter five things yeah, five things right but the point of all of that is like when we start to assess and we look at where people are struggling, right? So we looked at if I was to go through the 10 general physical skills, you, they were weak on team, right? Because they needed another coach. And, and so that might have scored the lowest, right? So if they scored a zero to 10 on everything and team was number two, right? And you could look at this two ways and we say, okay, well, let's just go fix the team. And I'm like, well, you can't fix the team without money. So just because it's like it's like your elbow hurts, it's triage again, right? It's triage, right? It's like your elbow hurts, but that's not the problem. The problem is your bicep is a mess, right? Or you have like this much extension of the wrist because your forearm is jacked because you've been doing pull-ups and rope climbs nonstop, amongst so, many other things. Right, Nate. right. So I got the joke. The <laughs> Nate so, didn't, so so then so then going back over there and understanding, okay, well, if you want to solve this problem, this goes back to like root cause. So what is the root cause of your problem? The root cause is you don't know you're not managing your fund your finances you correctly. You have no budget. You have no budget, correct? Which is like if I re-engineer that and I'm now give you this tool, well now what I can do is I can come okay, okay, now we can solve this problem, but I do need some things in place before I bring on the other teammate in order to not create more operational problems, right? Because you're you're scoring an average on right. operations. For example, already. that newsletter. Right. Like before we hire this person. Correct. What's the system for getting? Correct. Let me let me ask you this. So Keith. building this process of like, what are the stepping stones to get there? And what seemed to be out of order, by the way, and this is like the real riddle of the whole thing. It seems out of order if I was to be like, hey, first you're gonna do this, and you're gonna do this, and you're gonna do that, because in order, because you're like, I need more help. But budget never seems out of order. Uh, I mean, it can. Like I've I've had gyms where they have great cash flow. Like we just brought on one. They're just like they're like I looked at their books and I was like, congrats, you guys have tons of money. But even without a but, would you say that would so that's a different example? So they come in, I'm like, they have tons of money. Where most people come in, I'm like, we're not starting on building your team. That gym, and I was like, we're gonna build a fucking team. Why? Because you could pay three yeah. of them right now. So let's get to that relatively quickly. Because what you're telling me is that you're you're drowning under work, and you don't need to be because I'm looking at your finances here, and they just didn't know what to do with it. I was like, great, money is a lever. I'm like, cool, but like, what do I use it on? Okay, well, let's use it to get you some time, which is like, we help you build the team. So I still want you to get a budget together, but the budget's not really the priority because you have plenty of cash on hand. Like, but now is the perfect time to put a budget in place. So let's do it. It's much easier there, but we're going to do that in, in tandem with like, let's also build you a team. Right, there's a difference in budgeting when you have money and when you don't. When you have it, you're just more categorizing it. Make sure it's smart. It's a weird uh, slippery slope. When you have money, you're less likely to budget because you have money. And when you don't you're have also money, you're going to spend on things you don't need because well, of that. It doesn't matter. It's like it's like baby. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like you're you're gonna. It's like you get slapped in the face either way. Meaning like yeah. I have a bunch of money. I'm like I don't need to budget. I have a bunch of money. When you don't have any money, I'm like why the fuck would I budget? I don't have any money. Yeah. It's just like either way, I find myself but, like justifying not budgeting. But both scenarios. Need a budget. You both need, right? Because the budget helps you solve the problem. And the, but in that one, so that is one where I look at that and contextualize it all of it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you're weak here and you're weak here. Well, I, I can all, I can solve this one right now. So that's, that's actually almost a formality. Mm -hmm. And now I can solve this problem over here. It's just like, 
oh, I don't need to worry about your mobility. Let's just widen up your squat stance. You have the mobility, right? Just move your feet from A to B, and now you'll be, your torso will be more upright. Like, we get to skip all the mobility shit. Where somebody else is, I'm like, you have, you know, 89-degree ankle dorsiflexion, which is, like, basically vertical <laughs> shins no matter what. <laughs> You're like, okay, that's not super helpful. Like, we have to start there, or we have to do something in order to account to, to accommodate that versus somebody who you know, has everything they need. They just have no concept of where to put their feet. And I'm like, if you just widened up, everything changes in this position. Mm-hmm. So it's that, it is that whole triage thing. It's like, what, where, what can I move first in order to get the biggest return for the affiliate? And that's always what we're trying to figure out is how do I, how do I take what, you know, it's like, uh, it's like coaching, right? Meaning like when you're, when you're okay at coaching, it takes you uh, 30 reps to get to the end state. You get really good at it and it takes you 10. It's like, that's what we're trying to do. I'm, like, I'm trying to take what, you know, took us 12 months, three years ago to do it in six. And now I get two passes at it now. So I can get minimal viable product the first six months. And then I get like a second really good pass the second six months. And now you're running significantly faster inside of the machine because we did it in the right order. And at that point, it's going to be time to go back and revisit. Or you make really advanced versions of the thing. Well, I don't, so there's a period of time at Albany CrossFit so much money, but 500 members and like you're like not like I'm rich, but like just you enough money. Should have I mean, been there was that, but more <laughs> five, like 500 members. Even even with poor prices back then, you're doing 50 no, grand a month. Like. Point being, I was just letting anyone take the level one, like we've talked about, and my staff was growing. And then you look around one day and you're like, I've got 30 people on this staff. No one's developing. No one's trying. They're all part-time, like, very, very, very part-time. So you're giving up memberships. Right. Right? And so it was like... been 520. Right. But it was, you know, it's a perfect example of how one part of the business, one skill, can either positively or negatively... Because you'd be like, oh, too much money. How can that cause problems? I mean, quote, what, Puff Daddy, right? More money, more problems. More money, more problems. So you, you, know, you could see how that could happen. Yeah. And it's... um. Again, same thing if you look at scenarios where somebody's like their their revenue is teetering and they're like, I need more members. It's like, well, you might need more members. You might not. But in some scenarios, I'm like, we could fix the problem you have right now with the current crop because we look at your service suite and you have 87,000 discounts on there. And I'm like, we got one or two options. Preferably, I'm probably going to do both at the same time. I'm going to redesign your service suite for future clients, for net new members. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to figure out, like, at what time are we going to fix this problem that we have? So I want to grow and fix the problem at the same time because now, it, let's just say, you grew by 10%, but this also gave you 10% bump. I'm up by 20% now. Yeah, or the classic, I'm capping classes. Why? I have no money. Oh, well, maybe it's because you're capping classes and you know, you're, you're limited to how many people are going to join. Or, uh, so, again, same thing, which is... um. That would be so. I'm capping classes, so that becomes like a, a kind of an operations thing. When I'm like, "Why are you capping classes?" Well, you know, we want to provide a good service, and I'm like, "Well, what are you capping at?" Ten. I'm like, "How big is your space? Thirty-five hundred square feet." Can I see a picture of that? <laughs> okay, cool. And they're like, "Well, people are complaining because of X, Y, or Z," and I was like, like "Let's just oh, move so, this." Well, I said, "But that's not a that's not a logistics thing." We got we to gotta talk about your team and going back to, like, how are we leveling up our coaching staff? I was like, 
you actually have all the opportunity here that you need. The bottleneck is your staff. They can't actually fulfill on the opportunities that you are getting right now. So we're just like, we don't need to do all this other bullshit. I need to fix your staff. They're not capable of coach, coaching more than 10 people. I can fix that, right? In a, a whole, any number of ways I can fix that. So it's, it's working through that checklist of figuring out like, where are they deficient? Because, and, and this, is, this is why I think we do this better than anybody else. Because I still do this. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I'm not saying like, oh, well, back in the day when I used to do this, this is what I do. Well, this is what I do. Right? You know? Um, Cling to my glory days. Right? And so... I'm like, oh, I know exactly how that works. And I have, I have a number of solutions for you that we could tee up. I like think- some that would be short term, which is like, hey, let's take a look at your programming. Like yeah. don't, don't, program, don't program yourself into a problem. Like, hey, uh, you know, if you did have a really small space, stop programming barbell work every day. Like well, use a fucking dumbbell, man. One of the most common things, maybe not most common, but often is, you know, thinking about expanding. And then the Never. same people that are considering expanding. <laughs> I are, can think of no well, scenario. And, and I talked somebody out of it last week. I, so did I. So did I. And I'm like, hey, first of all, you've got like five classes on your schedule. And if they're all at capacity, which let's talk about what that means. Can we add a sixth? Can we add a seventh? Can, you know, can we look at the programming? Can we look at the facility? There's almost all, can we, you know, at some point, what people don't take into account when they're going to expand is like, cool, your price is going to go up. And those same... Those same Dude, people are afraid to increase rates for people. I'm like, the, you're the one that's going to take l- the hit. Let me address the expanding thing right now. So the expanding, I have, I can think of maybe one scenario. And this person was running in a facility in less than 1,000 square feet. Who just expanded, by the way. He's crushing. Who's this? What about to say? <laughs> in Germany. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crushing. Crushing. He just opened his new space. That's the only one I can think of. Legit space restrictions i mean he's, under a he's, thousand he sent me the feet. video i was like you're right yeah. <laughs> i was like you can't fit any more than like six people in there and i would say like we have a couple of like ellie's close in brooklyn right. so some of those right but here's what i would tell you the graveyard of dying affiliates is paved with the road of potential mm. meaning like they're down. like hey they, mm, <laughs> joel that's the, the 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 graveyard of dying affiliates is paved with the road of potential, meaning like, hey, if I open this bigger facility, there's more potential for me to grow there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, potential is worth about as much as your advice. Not a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, and this goes back to the earlier, but creating problems. Creating problems, right? But so if you're thinking about expanding, here, here's what I can guarantee expanding will get you. 100% I guarantee expansion will get you is more risk. That's it. It will get you more liability when you expand. There is nothing else that is guaranteed to you other than more risk. Now, yes, there are examples out there where like you move to a larger space, it's less money. I'm like, they're few and far between. It's very unusual. And if you take that, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Most everybody else is like, if I go here, I'll get this. The answer is two thousand dollars more. It's two thousand dollars more, which again their you members, don't have. Well, the, their members aren't paying right premium rates. Right. So that is another one, which is okay. You were there, like, hey, I've, I'm at a cup. I have a capacity. They're like, I have a capacity problem, and I'm like, nope. You have uh, an operations deficiency that we need to address, which is like you you're trying to jam more people 
A, you could jam more people to that class if you wanted to. You just don't know how to do that. So that'd be the first problem. And let's just say that for whatever reason, you couldn't expand your class schedule. Sure. I don't know why you wouldn't do that, right? But, you don't have enough coaches or you're maximizing normal But again, normal that, times. Also, that also highlights sure. like you don't have enough team. coaches. I'm like, team, right? We are, so you're going to move to a larger facility that requires more maintenance where you're going to go to a larger class schedule and you're currently having problems scheduling coaches on the coaching schedule? That Listen, again, it's, just, it's out of order, right? And this is, the, this is where most affiliate owners will falter and fall down because they, they go to step five when they should be on step two. And I'm like, you got to go one, two, three, four, five. Like you have, you don't get to skip the steps. You might get a, a windfall of some success for a short period of time, it, but it will break in very short order. And if you, because if you do get that windfall and you want to keep it, you need to have gone through steps one, two, three, four, and five. And you need to have done them in the right order. Because when you go one, two, five, you have to go back to one again. And going back to one sucks. It's, it, Affiliate owners and coaches coach this when it comes to movement. Mechanics, consistency, intensity. Dude. And that's essentially what they always skip. Affiliate owners want to go immediately to intensity. Yeah, they, they're like, you, you have poor mechanics that aren't done consistently. You know, I always tell you, yeah, go faster, right? <laughs> hey, you want the recipe for injury? Here's what it looks like. Use more weight than you should. Go faster than you should and do it with poor technique. Like, yeah, that's the recipe for this. injury. <laughs> you got but, this. I believe in you. <laughs> you know, and I would say there's a time and a place to expand if you're going to own a building, maybe. Of course, that is more risk, but that risk comes with reward. But I mean, again, that's, that's balanced out with like right. now I have an asset and like, I'm, I'm hitting but, my, but that's a different Very discussion. rarely yeah, is yeah. that coming up. So, but again, I think this, we have to figure out like, how do I assess? And then what do I figure out? Like, where do I go first? And that's how we look at everybody that comes in because no two affiliates that we work with do the exact same sequence because they're not coming in at the same starting point. So I have to figure out like, okay, well, based on your starting point, just like an athlete that walks in the door, like, where should I start you? Meaning I'm probably not going to start somebody who's been around for a little bit in hey but like, hey let's look work on your mission and your vision i'm like that's important but like right now you have some pretty glaring deficiencies that i can get really quick momentum on and here's the cool thing about mission and or the core values and vision statement it's much easier to go through that exercise when shit's going well oh yeah so i'm like i'm doing this with a bunch of people right now who are like they're excited they've it's just, like a great coaches meeting they've, yeah. they've kind of bridged the gap they're on the other side of complexity and they're moving into simple and i'm like hey Right now is a perfect time to go back, and I want you to go through these exercises, and I want you to tell me if that shit still resonates with you. One of the favorite things I see with our and I'm clients, like, why now? And I'm like, because now is the perfect time to do it. Well, it's that. It's when they've done it once, and then a year later, they're doing so well. I'm like, hey, let's revisit this or Brand Heroes. Right. And they're like, people are psyched. Like, coach, yeah. it's like, yeah, because you are. Right. And now look at what you've created. Well, you've also created so much more space to really think about what it is that you want and what it is that you want to happen inside of the affiliate, which is hard to do if you're just putting out fires and you're not sure what's up from down and you're constantly dealing with drama and chaos, you're not going to get any sort of clarity in there. So you have to kind of go through that priority of like moving the Legos around and playing Tetris to figure out like what's the proper order here to get to the other side where like there's, there's somewhat of a clear road in front of you. I'm like, cool. Now let's look up here for a little bit and, get a lay of the land and make sure that we're still moving in the direction that we want to move so that we can get the outcome that we're looking for. And that's the really fun part. And that's the really cool part about what we, what we built and what 
makes our job really easy now. Is like we built this, and I'm like, cool. Now I can apply context to it because I still know how all this shit works. And you can start to rack and stack those priorities to get people quick wins and create efficiency because efficiency is the name of the game, right? Like make it easy, okay? Um, and that's really, really what we're looking for is like I want you to get through this, but it's just like movement, right? I don't want you to have to pay $10 for something that costs 5 I want you to pay $5 for that. So how do we do that? We have to create efficiency within the plan. Um, and that's really where we're putting a lot of time and energy is like, hey, we know we're really good at this. How do I make it faster? So, I love it. Come into Affiliate U, get your assessment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to get an assessment, we could probably, we're working on just ways for like people to just do one just to get an idea of like where they start. If you're, if you like, if you needed to do this on your own or you wanted to just figure out like what should I be prioritizing, uh, we'll have some tools for that. So be on the lookout. But if you guys want, you know, Obviously, reach out. Um, Cody, what was the coaches group you wanted us to, to talk about? It is the best hour of their day CrossFit coaches study group. Yeah, Facebook. On Facebook. On Facebook. Get in that group. Yes. Tons of people in there. Lots of good feedback. Uh, check out the knowledge. Uh, if you guys want to set up a call, set up a call. But obviously, the goal here is bigger, better, more impactful affiliates. Uh, and that means we got to do the basics a little bit better. Learn from our mistakes. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.